and welcome to Stationery Adjacent, a podcast at the intersection of analog and digital productivity. I'm Justin Twyford, and joined as always by my co-host and friend, Stu Lennon. Hey, Stu. How's your week been? Uh, how's my week been? It's been pretty good, thank you very much. I've I've had a bit of a slow day today, I'll be honest. Um, uh, gym update. I went to the gym on Monday. I went to the gym on Tuesday. I went to the gym on Wednesday. And this morning I went, oh, I'm not going to the gym. Uh-oh. And this is how it starts. <laughs> well, I mean, the theory was three times a week. Uh, so I got my three in pretty early. Um, but I'm on a sort of new regime now. So we're doing sort of uh, different... I was doing sort of general workout. Now I'm doing very specific muscle groups and getting a bit more technical. Um, but most importantly, I had, I've had i had two nights of really disrupted sleep. So um, Charlie has taken to uh, wanting to go to the bathroom, as I believe they say in North America, um, late at night, which is unfortunate in a household that goes to bed early at night. Now, to his credit, he comes and wakes me up. Um, but he's, I've, I've sort of indulged it for so long that it's become a habit that, you know, circa midnight or whatever, he'll just pad into the room, put his paws up on the bed and sort of give me that, uh, seriously, we need to go, uh, you know, uh, no, no, we've got to go now. And so I let him out. He does this stuff, come back. But um, So I've decided that I'm breaking that. So when we get to bedtime, out we go, and we're not coming back in until he has done the necessary. Um which for first couple of nights went okay, and then the next couple of nights did not. So I was pacing up and down a quite cold garden, not cold in your sense, but cold, um, trying to get him to, uh, to do the right thing so that we could all go to bed relaxed with the idea that he would not need a bathroom break. Um, so yeah, that's sort of disrupted my sleep. And then last night, I confess that um, I started a bottle of wine and thought, well, do you know what? It would be a shame not to get to the end. Uh, which ordinarily a bottle of wine is well within my um, sort of sort of feasibility range. But after two fairly sleepless nights, some quite hard work in the gym, I felt a little bit beaten this morning. I was a, I was a defeated man this morning. Uh, so I, I listened to my body, which is what all the kids tell me I should do. Mm. Uh, and went, no, I'm not, I'm not doing Jimmy type stuff today. I'm going to have a chill day. I'm going to do some, some recovery and then back to the gym tomorrow. So that was a very long answer. How are things in Canada? I can't remember. That was uh, that long ago <laughs> that I asked the question. No, it's uh, it's good. We we got some, well, warm weather, above zero weather. We had some rain. So on the sidewalks where I kind of shoveled the snow, it's actually pretty much gone. Uh, still lots of snow in the backyard, but it's disappearing. It's quite nice. It's It's almost balmy. After, uh, you know, the minus 20 something uh, Celsius days of last week. So, yeah, it's it's kind of nice. Uh, not too bad. Lovely. Very nice. How's Spice doing? Seeing as Charlie's giving you a hard time. How's Spice with her paw? Uh, she's okay. Um, the, um, the vet managed to sort of get a look at it long enough. Um, because we tried to look at it before and she was having none of it. Uh, and yeah, she, she snapped the root at the, she snapped the nail at the root. So that's what was causing the pain. Um, the antibiotics have made sure she didn't get any infection. The painkillers have done the trick. Um, so she's now drug free. Um, and yeah, seems in pretty good form to be honest. And she's just looking at your bottles of wine and going, you know, daddy, I, I'm, I'm weaning myself off the drugs. Can I just have a little bit? 
<laughs> Actually, Charlie is the drinker. Um, if if it's in my glass, Charlie wants it. So he will drink scotch, he will drink wine, he will drink beer. Uh, whereas Spice would literally take a sniff and go, no, 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 that stuff's nasty. I'm not, I'm not going near that. She's the same with coffee. She won't go near coffee. Charlie, yeah, I'll have some espresso. What harm could it do? He's mad as a box of frogs. Coco loves her beer. Yeah, well. Um, so I'll sit there with a beer and she'll just lick the rim, you know, get whatever she can out of it. It's quite funny because she's like somewhat of a, well, she, she obsesses by it. Let's put it this way. She looks like a drinker that uh, has been deprived for a long time. You know, the tongue comes <laughs> out and that's her going, 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 going. It's like, thank God the tongue isn't long enough to get inside because otherwise I'd have a drunk dog and that'd be a problem. Yeah. Given half the chance, Charlie would be exactly the same. I'm sure. Crazy. All right. Um, what's what like over there? Nice. Uh, we're, um, it, it is winter. It's, you know, it's not what, not our usual gorgeous stuff, but it's been very clement. We get bits of rain, uh, not too much so far. We had a cracking thunderstorm on Monday. Um, and we had, we had a, a clap of thunder and I think an accompanying sheet of lightning. I, I couldn't see. I was actually on a, on a zoom call, but, um, suddenly everything in the house started bleeping, uh, <laughs> including my wife. But it, it was like a bomb going off. The dogs took cover. <laughs> the wife, I think, very nearly had an accident. Um, came down to interrupt the Zoom call to get me to turn on various uh, fuses for her. <laughs> it, was, it was very, very adjacent. It made me jump. Oof, scary stuff. But generally, it's quite mild. It's, uh, what did we get to today? I think we were about 15, 16 degrees uh, today. You know, it, was, it was great. We, I went for a walk with the dogs. It was lovely. What about say you you said over zero, but still, are you dry or are you getting lots of wet stuff? Well, uh, we don't get a lot of pre uh, precipitation here. We're in uh, what they call a rain cloud. Uh, basically, that means all the water comes in over the mountains and the mountains squeeze the water out of it. So okay. this area that we're in, um, about an hour south of us, has Canada's only desert, official desert. Uh, so it's, it's a very dry area. Part of the reason they grow all the wine up here, uh, because it's kind of oh. warm and there's not a lot of rain. So it's nice. It's nice. Cool. I want to talk to you though. I was doing mm. show notes for last week and I looked at some of the things you mentioned. Zotero. Ah, yes. You go to their website and it pulls up a picture of what that app looks like. Mm. Um, I don't think I've been so scared of an app since I use Windows, Stu. Yeah, it, it, it's very reminiscent of that sort of outlook circa 1997. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not the prettiest of things. That, that is for sure. Um, in fairness, you don't really use the the app that much. So, oh, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, the, the, you set up a library in the, in the app, so you sort of um, it's basically setting up a folder, and then you put uh, your texts into that. So the way that you can do that, they have a little um, wizard where you can um, copy and paste the DOI, which I had to look up earlier. That's the digital object identifier, oh. uh, which most which most textbooks or papers have, um, or there's various uh, the ISBN codes that type of thing. Um, or if you've actually got a PDF, you can drop it into the app. You just drag it on. 
um, and it just sits in that library for you. And then it's the the plugin in Word, which I know is another of your favorite applications. But um, I was given no choice. I could I could give my papers in in anything I liked as long as it was Microsoft Word. So um, you put the plug in there, and there's there's literally it just adds a um, another item to the to the menu bar called Zotero. Um, you click it. I've even got one here in my um, Google Google page, and I can add add citation, add bibliography. Uh, then there's a couple of preferences, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so I would literally say add citation. <laughs> like anything that we do requires a citation. <laughs> exactly um but then add add in you know start typing it out and it will it will put in the correct citation in whatever um format you've selected as being the right one and then at the bottom of the document you insert bibliography and it you know it does all that stuff for you that's so it's it's a great little tool for that one specific thing for me i've read that there are people who use it for all sorts of stuff uh good luck to them <laughs> it's not something i would like to spend a lot of time in i don't think no, I think it's written by academics for academics. That's all I'm thinking. It's It's got that look. I think it was probably a frustrated student who went, this is stupid, <laughs> which citations are stupid. They really, really are. Shall I use, shall I use the Harvard system? Hmm, no, maybe I should use the Lancaster University variation on the Harvard. Oh, go away, honestly. Get a life. Ugh. <sighs> all right, so what did you do productive this week? Did you have a tool that was any good? Yes, I mean my journaling. Uh, I've I've kept that going. I mean, once again, it's the twenty fifth of January, so <laughs> as you observed about the gym, we're getting to the danger zone for all these things. But um, just starting my day there and ending my sort of work day there, I think, gives me a real um, sense of calm. Uh, I don't think a journal means that you do any more work, but it, it does mean that you know what you've done, and it does mean that you know what's urgent. It, it, it kind of gives you uh, the ability, or it gives me the ability to go, okay, all right, cool, that was good, that was good, and yeah, missed that. Um, I, I think it it just gives me that sense of control or illusion of control, some might say. Uh, so yeah, the, the journal, which yeah, you've asked uh, in the notes whether I'm still using the William Hanna Planner, as Brad calls it. Uh, yes, I am. Um, I've got... Two of them. Any changes to it, modifications, or just running straight out of the box with it? Um, I um, there's the this is the intentions uh, setup pages that he uses. So one of the things it has is a little mood score at the top of the sort of first page, or what I would call the morning page. Uh, so I used to just put a score in there. I now put a score with some reasons. So, um, you know, if, if I've put six, then I will write down why I'm not feeling eight. Bloody Charlie. Uh, which is generally that Charlie's woken me up. Yeah, that's of late. That has been the case. Um, but no, it's it's great. And it allows me to use a fountain pen and, you know, just have that little thing. I've got two William Hannas on the go. I also have a, uh, a sort of plop up, a, hmm, easy for me to say, a proper planner on the go as well with planner pages in, which I use for a sort of, uh, approximate time blocking. Cool. Cool. I mm. I keep going and looking at the page and then I convert Great British Pounds to um, yep. a heck of a lot of Great Canadian Dollars and go, oof. And a lot of shipping, I would say. Yeah, it's, it's a long way. Yeah, shipping isn't too bad, but the problem is once it comes across the border, I'm going to get nailed for uh, 
taxes and duties and all yeah. that stuff. And you, you add all that together and, uh, it becomes a hefty purchase that, uh, I just haven't, it's a gamble. I haven't quite got there yet, but I keep thinking about it, right, for sure. but I'm trying something different this week too. Cool. What are you up to then this week? What's your tool? Well, I've kind of changed my planner system a little bit. I've been using my Pomodoro timer. I've got this thing. I talked about it uh, when I got it. A, a tick time Pomodoro timer. It's like a little hexagon thing. You put it down and it starts counting down mm -hmm. the number of minutes on each side. Uh, but one of the things that I've done is I've sort of changed my planner for the week to be focused on an activity list of everything I need to get done. Um, and then I'm using that on a daily basis, pulling those over into Pomodoro priorities and then doing Pomodoros and marking them off. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more fiddly work, but it's actually been going well for me. Um, it's, I'm not sure actually if it's this that's working or just that I've been so busy this week that uh, I took some of Stu's amazing focus on how to do the impossible from last week. And well, <laughs> that may just be a part of it as well. But uh, I'm trying something different just to just to try and see if I can be more effective. And uh, sure. using the little ticker timer seems to work for me this week. I'm not sure what will happen next week, but we'll see. Yeah, there's often a novelty value, isn't there? Just, you know, doing something a little bit different. It, it keeps the interest up, I guess. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I also had a busy week and it was, okay, how do I focus on these, 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 and these? Because there's so much going on that it's very easy to get lost, you know? For sure. Um, and then my other thing that's been, well, affecting my productivity this week. Uh, Note-taking gaps. But we're going to talk about those later, Stu. No, oh, okay. I, I've been playing with them. Well, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't? Well, anybody listening to this podcast must surely play with their note-taking apps. That sounds terrible. What are you writing with? <laughs> uh, much the same as I was. So last week I announced that the Lamy 2000 was about to get washed out. Um, <laughs> it obviously heard me. and went, oh, no. I have plenty of ink. And so uh, it's been... Uh, rattling along. It's been my primary pen all this week as well. I've not refilled it. It's just carried on. Um, it was just being a bit fussy about paper. That, that, that's all that was the matter with it. So on the smooth paper that I tend to use, like um, I'm using a Lockbee Pocket uh, at the moment, um, a sort of daily drivers from Octagon, um, my Lime notebook is Smithson. So it's all really smooth paper. It's great. On paper, that's a little bit more toothy. So in my planners, I've got, it's basically Conqueror paper. Uh, it's a little bit fussy about that. It doesn't like it quite so much. So I've still got the Lamy 2000 going. The uh, the Pelican M805 Stressorman um, is sort of sitting in reserve. It hasn't really got any use because I inked that to replace the Lamy. Um, the um, the Sailor 1911 with the, the manganese orange is still going lovely. Um, but, you know, manganese orange, you don't want to write too much in manganese orange. It's a bit tiring for the eyes. Uh, so that'll probably last a while. So no real change for me. What about you? Any, any, you've got about 37 pens inked at the moment, haven't you? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I hadn't changed anything from last week. But, you know, when you when you actually are doing show prep and thinking about what you're writing with, I wanted a different color. 
I was getting bored of the sort of four or five of them that I'm going through. So I went to, well, I, I don't know if you have these things. Do you have like sample vials of inks, Stu? Uh, well, I have some. I tend to use them. I get all completionist about it. That's <laughs> oh, a sample. I've got to fetch it. Mm. Well, I've got I've got uh, a bunch of them, and I've got them in a great little um, shotgun shell case, uh-huh. uh, which is the absolute best thing for keeping uh, samples organized. And you know, from otherwise, they get everywhere. Uh, so I went and reached for that, and I came up with a Krishna ink. Have you ever used those? No. They uh, came in, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago now. Um, this one is Sea and Storm, which is a beautiful purple ink. Just something completely different than I, was, I wasn't using anything purple. Not one of my go-to colors, actually, surprisingly enough. Um, and I decided, okay, well, what am I going to ink up with that? And I pulled up a Platinum 377.6 uh, Century, which is... You've got one of these. We've talked about it before. Mine is in the mm-hmm. blue. It's a soft fine. It's a little bit toothy, I think is the right word. It's got a little, you, you know, you're writing with that even on smooth paper. It, mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of a scratch to it. Um, but the soft fine gives it a little bit of, I hate to say the word flex because don't flex it. You'll pop the uh, nib on it. It's gold nib. But you've got a little bit of fun and excitement with it. Uh, it's very nice. And then, uh, so I've been writing with that. I wrote my journal last night with that. Uh, and I'm still, I've got my Moon Man, I've got my Leonardo Memento Zero and my Twisby. And I'll have that Twisby for a year or two at this point. Lots of ink in that. <laughs> but very nice, very nice. For sure. All right. I want to talk about note-taking apps. Ooh. It's a state of the notes in early 2024, Stu. Um from last week, I mentioned the problems I was having with Bear. Uh, I was working on a detailed legal claim after a, an afternoon of work. Boop, everything disappeared. Um, gone. I sent a request for help to the developer. The developer got back to me after I had already uh, redone this and asked a bunch of silly questions. Uh, did you do this? Did you do that? Have you checked the trash? Have you checked here? Uh, so I went back to them and said, uh, yes, I've checked that. I've checked that. This is, you know, a bug. They then came back and were asking more questions. What version are you using? And what about this? And what I said, look, at this point, thank you for, you know, it's four days after the fact. And this is on my second developer email. I suggested that I had had to redo this um, because, well, I needed it and I used a different app. So thank you for following up. I've unsubscribed. Um, and yes, it's here's my version number. They sent me an email back saying, oh, we're glad you found your note. It's like, I've got no idea where the support is, but pff, read the ticket. <laughs> it's the only way they can close the ticket, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, so I've I've been using Drafts uh, on the Mac, which is a great uh, application. It's somewhat ephemeral, though. You know, uh, Drafts. Every time you open it, it pulls up a blank, ready to take your next draft, so that you can write a draft and then send it somewhere else, and it's gone. Um, this is a bit of a challenge for me because I'm not sure 
what I won't want to replace Bear with. Yep. Um, so, you know, I like what, what I used Bear for particularly was long form writing. So my blog posts and everything were done such that they have been lately. Uh, but they were, <laughs> they were done in Bear. If I wanted something that uh, basically I could open anywhere, I could open it on my iPad, I could open it on any, any of my Macs, um, I could get into it and I could see it and I could use it there. Um, and that's really what I was looking for, a replacement for that. And I'm nervous, as I talked about last week, about these online systems because, well, yes, it's just I'm, I'm going to lose work again. Losing half a day's work is not something that is um, on my task manager list of redo yesterday's work. Um, so I figured Stu's a writer. What are you doing with notes at the moment, Stu? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. How long have you got? Um, well, it, it comes as no surprise to anybody that knows me that I've done a lot of fiddling with notes. Um, there's there's a, a long-running joke that if you are lost in the Irish countryside and you ask a farmer and you say, uh, he, he looks at you, he says, are you lost? Can I help? And you say, yep, how do I get to Dublin? The answer would would often be prefaced with, well, you wouldn't start from here, um, which is perhaps one of the most useless things anybody could ever say to you. But I think a lot of people start from the wrong place. And by a lot of people, I mean me, start from the wrong place uh, in looking at apps. The cool notes apps, the notes apps that everybody is talking about, that the cool kids are using. Everybody listening to this podcast can name them. Okay, so there's Rome, which um, is not so much an app as a cult. There's um, Obsidian, uh, which I think I've described later in the show notes as, as not an app, but a lifestyle. I would go with a part-time job, but yeah, it's the same idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then you've got um, Notion, which can do everything. Justin, that can act, that can in fact run everything in your life, can build you a car if necessary, so I'm told. Um, those are, you know, the really big names right now. And if you listen to um, the Tecarati, so, um, you know, David Sparks and Stephen Hackett and these guys talking about, about notes apps, uh, they will always give you a good 10, 15 minutes on Apple Notes and how much better it is than, than it used to be. And, um, you know, the, the more I listen to the, this podcast, the more the more I realize that what they're saying is all this stuff used to be crap, and now it's only partially crap. Wow, that's improvement. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, well, the amount of Apple stuff that is utter nonsense, but we give it credit for being slightly less rubbish than it was six months ago. Bizarre. But um, the thing I try and advise people or the, the questions I ask people, I, okay, so what do you want your notes app to do? And I mean, you've started, I think the process by saying, well, it's for my, my longish form writing. So that might be a blog post. Um, that might be a, a really long blog post, presumably. Um, so actually it's quite a, a targeted focus need that you have. It's not, something that can do everything it's something that can do something and do it well and so then i would ask you about 
um, your opinions on interface and interoperability and backup and uh, portability. And, um, you know, you just sort of made the point that, you know, we're using a Google Doc here. <laughs> There's nothing to stop it completely disappearing. And us both looking at each other going, oh, that's gone. Um, there is something discomforting about sort of cloud storage. So, you know, if you want an app that lives on your device, albeit backed up in all sorts of wonderful places, then that sort of narrows the field a little bit. I mean, it rules out Rome for a start. Um, and so I think if you go through some questions, I, I'm saying this now thinking, why haven't I written a list of questions? That would be the obvious way to do it. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's all about what you're looking for. And if, again, I have a tendency to, um, to think about the questions and then think about which answers I need to give to get me to the new hottest thing. All right. All right. So I've written down my current note-taking workflow. Okay. And this will probably answer a lot of your questions of what I'm looking for because it shows you where I use the application that, well, I need to replace. Mm -hmm. uh, drafts, as I've mentioned, that's working memory notes. That Those are things that I will be working on that will get moved somewhere else and archived. Great place for drafting emails and things like this. It's a very simple structure. It's kind of bulletproof as well. It's easily accessible everywhere. It's a free version. There's a paid version as well. You could do a whole bunch of stuff to it with um, different colors and app add-ins and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's a fairly simple structure though. You know, I, I like it for ephemeral working memory notes. Um, archive is through search for assigned keywords. I'm not a searcher. I'm a folders guy. I'm old. I can't, I, that's my justification for that, but I can live with it for the stuff that goes in there. If I ever need it, I can find it. Yeah. I mean, drafts, um, is, uh, for what you're using it for is a sledgehammer to, to crack it up. I mean, drafts incredibly powerful. Um, and I think. It's one of those apps where the power is mostly hidden. So, you know, you don't see this cluttered interface in front of you. In fact, you see barely any interface from memory. Um, as you say, it, it opens up a, a new a new little note, you type away and you go away. And then you begin to learn, oh, I can actually send that directly to, to this place or that place or this app or that app. And then actually, if you look further, you can, um, as far as I can work out, you can launch rockets using nothing but drafts. Pretty much. It's, um, uh, I, I think it's fair to say that it probably quite high on the geek scale um, of the apps that you and I use and, and are drawn to. Um, I'd say that's probably at the, the more geeky end of the structure. Yeah, but it's not got the cool geeky like Obsidian. No, it was though. <laughs> I dare say it will be again. <laughs> These things tend to go in cycles, don't they? But yeah, I think it's a, it's a great app. I used it for a long time. I don't use it now. Um, it's not pretty enough for me. Where <laughs> where I think you're naturally drawn to the more geeky stuff, I'm I'm more drawn to the elegant sort of stuff. So I use um, in that that little slot. I use Tot. I don't know if you've uh, tried Tot. No, no. Um, it's uh, it's drafts with only five percent of the bells and whistles i would say um it's 
it's prettier. Um, I think it does all sorts of power stuff, powerful stuff. People tell me it does, uh, but I've never really wanted to use it. Uh, it lives in my menu bar. Um, and you basically have seven little circles at the top. Each one's a different color. <laughs> um, and so you, you basically have seven notes and you can, you know, just type away and, uh, and remember, so I've got, I've got here trolley number 45, Justin, that's at the top of this note. Uh, that's the number assigned to my golf trolley at the golf club. Ah, so when the, the caddy, when the caddy goes, oh, where does your trolley live? I go, it's number 45. And he goes, fantastic. That's very good. Um, then it's got a password. Now, don't do that at home, kids. That's not a very good thing to do. Um, and then it's got, here we go. Eddie and Lily, Scots. He's ex-para. <laughs> That's somebody that I've met in a bar or a restaurant or both. Uh, and because I'm crap with names, I tend to write them down so that I remember them too. And then the next line is, uh, Michael and Mary, older English, he's ex-para too. <laughs> um, it's just these little hooks, don't we remember things? But that's what I use in that spot. Um, and I think broadly for the same sort of purpose. I mean, I wouldn't draft an email or anything in there, but it's like my um, digital field notes, I would get, I would call it. Yeah, so I think where you're going a little bit more is my Apple Notes. Uh, so I use Apple Notes for reference stuff, uh -huh. including a list of my neighbors, uh, which is shared with my wife so that uh, we can both add, as we find new neighbors, we can add who they are, what their dog's names are, you know, all that stuff yeah. that one needs. Um, those are those are my reference lists, basically. I have notes for everything. I could share them. I think I've got stuff shared with you. I've got stuff shared with TJ. Mm -hmm. um, they are easy to access, but it's just not a format that I completely enjoy. It is good because it does use folders. So mm -hmm. um, I've got, you know, if I'm out shopping, I've got albums that I'm looking for, authors to read, books to buy, yeah. you know, all yeah, of yeah. that stuff easily accessible on Apple notes, I can write it on my computer and it's right on my phone and it's right there. And so that's where all my reference stuff lives drafts for me. As soon as I'm done, that note has gone. Mm -hmm. I'd never need to see it again, really, uh, unless something comes up. That's a problem. I'm the same with Todd. It's just that I haven't sort of deleted that stuff, but I have moved it somewhere else. So, um, I don't use Apple notes, but, um, I have somewhere for reference as well. So I use Evernote in that slot where I just say neighbors and I don't share it with the wife because, well, we've, we've tried sharing stuff and she just doesn't, she just doesn't buy into it. So I've given up now. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I, I still use Apple notes because TJ uses it. So, um, TJ and I for 1857 are show notes for Apple notes. That's the only real reason I ever go there. Um, and in true Stephen Hackett and uh, David Sparks style, so, you know, sometimes now it even syncs. I mean, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Fantastic. It's such a great leap forward for a, for a note up. The reason we use Google is because it's, it syncs in real time. So as I'm typing, I can annoy Stu when he's trying to talk. <laughs> but it is horrible. <laughs> Let me just say that for the record. It's an awful thing. It did not even make the list on my current notes workflow. What does that say, Stu? Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I use this thing every week and it doesn't even make the list. Apart from the fact that it is collaborative, that is the only decent thing that one can say about it. All right, uh, moving on to the other stuff that I use. Well, Bear, longer form writing, blog posts, short stories. 
Um, I enjoyed the fact that it was an online system that I didn't have to save. It saved it mostly until it didn't. Uh, it saved it automatically. I could access it anywhere. I've been a long time subscriber of this. And that distraction-free interface works really well for me. So I do like mm -hmm. that. I'm just really, really nervous of it. Yeah. BB Edit. Mm -hmm. I use that for, well, show notes, web postings. I like that because I could directly edit in Markdown and this application strips all of the formatting. So I don't need to see a heading when I type in heading. Uh, I just need to see that I've got, you know, two or three pound signs and I know that's a heading. I like that really, really well because wherever I'm going to post this, it's going to have its own format anyway. Uh, I'm not sure what it, what they're using now and all the web, whatever version we're in, but it used to be cascading show uh, style notes mm -hmm. or it's cascading style sheets, uh, CSS. Correct. So when you go to a website, you put it in there and it'll do, do all the formatting, which is going to be completely different than any of your applications take on formatting anyway. So I like BB edit for that. Disadvantage to that is I am having to save files mm -hmm. a bit like a, well, it, it's, it's old school. Sure. You know, this is, you pick a folder on your computer and you save a note to it, and then you can reopen the note from the file in, yeah, it's just, it's folder-based. It's, it's getting in with Finder. It's really, um, it's old school for that. And I've got spoiled with Bear because Bear just did everything perfectly for that. I didn't have to save it. It was everything that was good about cloud storage until it wasn't. That's a question I have actually is, um, how did you uh, publish from there? So you were writing blog posts. Um, what were you doing? Were you then sort of copy pasting them or were you sending them direct? Or? Yeah, okay. just copy paste. I'm, it's, it's the quickest workflow uh, because I've got several websites through, I use Squarespace. Mm -hmm. So I've got several websites through there and just trying to get it you know, I, I tweak things, Stu. I put notes in, I, you know, different things. You're a tweaker. I'm not sure that is, in this day and age, quite the right word, but yes. Uh, I like to fiddle with bits. I'm not sure that's any better. Yeah, I don't know if you've helped yourself there. <laughs> um, I, I do like to, um, yes. Anyway, no, I d copy paste works well for me. And that's why I like just plain uh, markdown language because sure it's uh, it copies paste as text i don't have to mess around with it uh all the formatting is done in the application not me going in and having to mess with it okie dokie um scrivener uh well i've got a long forgotten novel there um ah, yes. which you know honestly i opened it up this week looked at it and went oh best best leave that sleeping dog lie <laughs> um yes it it is there same interface as Zotero. It's, yeah, I actually like it. It works well for a particular purpose. Trying to do what I want this replacement of Bear to do, um, no. I, I'd end up with sort of that obsidian problem of yep. just this mess of stuff that doesn't make any sense together and... 
the, the Scrivener has a particular purpose for it. I like it. Um, and you know, when I've got nothing but time, I'll get back to my novel, but, um, we'll leave that to Stu for now. <laughs> hmm. I, I was going to mess with Stu and say Microsoft word, but I don't even have word on my computer because it's Microsoft. Uh, so I do use pages for jobby job stuff that, well, you know, sometimes you got to do like real document stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. but I, I find that anything like that, which goes to the argument of why I won't use an MS word, the formatting of a, an application like that gets in the way of just writing stuff down. I just want something oh, gotcha. really simple and quick and boom, there we go. So that's kind of my current state of the apps that I'm currently using. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, what to say to you? Um, now, I mean, I think the right place to start from is, is here, as you say, the, this is your workflow. And while the internet will tell you that actually what you need to do is pick a super app that will do all of these things for you, um, and you, your workflows, Justin, are wrong, what you should do is get the app. The app will tell you what your workflow should be, and you should then do them for everything. Um, I think there's a real temptation to do that because, um, you know, true fans of any big app will be passionate about it and they will tell you that Obsidian can do all of these things, but better. Um, and in actual fact, it probably can't. I mean, it can certainly do all of them. Um, and there are lots and lots of apps. We'll get to it later. At the end, I'll do a monologue of uh, just a, a quick list of notes apps. When I say quick, you can have a cup of tea while I do it. Um, but I think the best way to look at it is go, okay, I've got a specific thing that I need replacing, which for you at the moment is longer form writing, which is going to be blog posts. It may have the odd short story or something, but uh, it's, it's, I suppose we would say medium form. It's not a quick note um, and it's not a novel. It's something in between. And we know you quite like folders. You've given that away. Um, but also you really enjoyed not having to save. So you want a sort of auto save function as well, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I know, and I think the listener probably knows you're quite keen on, on having control of your documents. So that sort of, you know, interoperability portability thing uh, is something that, you know, should you have another <clears throat> bear moment, then you will have no real difficulty and hassle in, in moving on to something else. Um, and I think that does point you towards a couple of apps. I mean, one thing I would sort of, that instantly came to mind when you were talking was um, Mars Edit. Mm, not familiar with that. Um, it's not not one that I use. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a notes sort of writing sort of app. It's been around for a while. Um, uh, I can't remember the guy that, that does it. Is it Daniel or something? Oh, Red I Sweater. I can't remember. That's him. Um, you'll know the name. Uh, he's a frequent guest of, of the Tekarati. Um, but it publishes direct to Squarespace and all. Um, Daniel Jalcut is his name. That's him, yes. Um, he, it publishes direct to Squarespace or WordPress um, in that, you know, you can sort of do it all from that interface. You can post it up there as a draft and then fiddle and do whatever you want. You can, you can set it up to do it how you like and 
like I say, I've not been a user of it because by the time I was looking for something like that, I was using Ghost as a web format rather than Squarespace. So um, it doesn't or it didn't publish to Ghost. So I sort of ruled it out in my little search. Um, but I've I've only ever heard good, good things about it. Um, now here we go. Stephen Hackett, or the Stephen Hackett from uh, the internet, he uses it. So that's one that, that sprang to mind. I mean, for me in that space, um, I use uh, paper, um, which I've spoken about on the on the podcast before. It's the world's most expensive uh, note stroke writing app. Oh yes, um, I remember that. Uh, I mean, I was I was actually looking at it as, as part of research for the show, and I actually pay for the iOS app as well, and I don't use it. Um, and when I say I pay for it, I think it's about fifty bucks a year. So um, I could I could cut out paying for the iOS. I wouldn't miss it uh, and be fifty fifty bucks better off. So there we go. You've saved me some money already. Um, why do I use it? Just because it's gorgeous. Um, it's uh, it literally opens up with a blank um, sheet, and I mean blank, blank as in an A4 piece of paper, blank, nothing on it, no Chrome, um, no interface. Uh, it's <laughs> very very pretty, uh, and I love that about it. And you could just get to writing, um, but then once you've got it sort of set to look as you would like, and you've got the the buttons available that you want. Um, I it publishes directly to my blog, um, which I, I love. <clears throat> um, I just publish it up there as a draft, and and do a little bit of you know fiddling around with links and and things like that. Um, but it's gorgeous. It's got an AI function. I've never used it. I've, I don't know how it works. Um, the developer is you know is there's literally a sort of hotline to the developer in the app. He always comes back in a couple of hours. Um, yes, you're paying for it. You're paying for him to be available and fiddle with it. It's one of those things. You certainly don't need it, but I wanted it. Um, and I really enjoy using that. It saves the files uh, on my hard disk. Uh, they're markdown files. Uh, they're in folders. Of, you know, you can sort of set it out as you like. So it fits into my little... I have a sort of universal filing system that I use across the the, the whole of my operating system, as uh, Mr. Sparks would say. Um, and I, I just love it. It's gorgeous. For me, it replaced Ulysses, which I know you've used before, I think. I actually tried Ulysses again this week um, because oh, okay. I have it uh, set up. Mm, yeah, that's where I got it as well. And it's it's there. It's more Scrivener-esque than uh, just lots of disparate notes. So it, it didn't quite jump out to me. I probably need to send a lot more time with it. Mm. Um, I remember Ulysses, I used it for a while and then they did a big version update mm -hmm. and they kind of did like a 90 degree turn. Okay. Um, and I, I, that was a while ago. They kind of changed it a little bit and uh, I kind of lost my way on it. And yeah. uh, I looked at it again and it just didn't, it didn't have that simplicity that, that Bear does have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think my, my feelings around Ulysses was that um, 
was when I was sort of umming and ahhing about paper and whether I would, I would switch across to it, was I thought, well, hang on, should, could I recreate this thing that I love about paper, which is the look, um, in Ulysses? And I could, sort of. Um, you know, I could really strip down the UI. You could make things invisible. Um, you could make it just appear as a clean piece of paper. You didn't have to have a complex file structure if you didn't want one. Um, you could, you know, you could invest a little bit of time in the Ulysses workflow. And lots of people have. I think um, Sean Blanc uh, uses Ulysses and, uh, you know, he's got a system where things sit as drafts and their ideas and you know, they sort of move through a folder system. Um, and, uh, you know, it, I think for me it was it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I did. I moved um, one of my novel drafts out of Scrivener into Ulysses, sort of did a lot of writing in Ulysses and then eventually moved it all back to, to Scrivener because I was like, I'm, I'm kind of losing it here. The thing about Scrivener is, as you said, it's very much built for that purpose of, you know, discarded scenes and um, you could sort of keep a, keep a handle on where everything was. Whereas in Ulysses, it was all becoming a bit formless for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, it sort of narrowly lost out to paper. But if you, you know, if, if paper blew up tomorrow, um, I, I don't think I'd have any problem using Ulysses again. I, I really liked it. Hmm, interesting. I'll have to look at paper. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, there's a lot of apps that I haven't tried because well, you just look at how much do I want to throw at this and how much time do I want to invest in it? Figured I'd talk sure. to you before I start throwing money at things. Yeah, indeed. And that, that was something I needed to check with you. Oh, no, hang on. This is in relevance to Obsidian. So t- tell me why, why Obsidian hasn't taken over your world. I mean, you're a cool guy. Why, why aren't you being cool with Obsidian? I'll talk about some things that I've tried and I've failed and well, why I've failed, uh, notion and craft. There are online, as Stu mentioned, they try to be everything to everyone, uh, which means I can control the space shuttle with it if I wanted to, uh, but I don't have a simple, simple. All I want to do is this one use case. I don't need my task manager to be in there. I don't need it to do this other stuff. I just want very simple. Mm. And both of them scare me because they're online. Uh, Notion, I hadn't used it for a while. And I went back to try it again. Uh, This was maybe a year ago. And I went back into it and I had a hell of a time getting into it with passwords. And uh, I just looked at that and went, oh, no, 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 no. If you... If you need a password to see something that should be in a local version on my computer, this is not something that I want because as soon as something happens, Notion stops being the popular app, they run out of money, they fold, you know, Silicon Valley. I think Stu and I are old enough that we've seen applications come and go. Both of those look like they are a risk factor for long term for me uh um, obsidian it's cool completely distracting um it's a hobby i don't need a hobby for the sake of its coolness i imported a whole bunch of stuff into obsidian when i used it before but the reality is i don't have a use case for a card file database and i feel this is the digital version of that I, great for people that are into that and are 
making notes and stuff like that. But the interface is not great for just getting them right. Um, there is a project that I have sort of a use case for that I want to try just to see if I can get an understanding of it mm. with a particular focus, just the random stuff that goes into bear. Um, you, you get that little map in obsidian where it shows mm -hmm. all your stuff that's related. Uh, I have a big set of dots and I have a little section over here that's related. I have a little section over here that's related, a little section over here, but there is no cohesive um, linking between there. And that's because of the nature of what I use my note taking for. It could be everything from work to uh, a novel to blog posts on different blogs that I've had over time. So uh, it's it's not one focus. But I, I'm a big fan of Robert B. Parker, who is an author. Um, he wrote the Spencer books. I don't know if you remember the 1980s series, Spencer for Hire. No. Uh, he wrote all the books that that was based on. Um, I, I don't, that's what I wrote in the show notes. Should, should I read that? I've never heard of this fellow. Should I read he it? He has a detective in Boston area who is... Uh, smart ass uh he's funny he's i've been reading him since the 80s he came out in the early 70s uh robert parker passed away a number of years ago his estate has got other authors to continue the stories uh, of the characters that i've been reading for, for almost 40 years um and as soon as one is announced i've got one on my pre-order that's coming out in february uh it is just a fantastic group of books i've got uh in front of me here one of my bookshelves is probably two-thirds full of hardback covers of all of his books uh, including some signed ones um but the characters in these books i think there's probably i know 50 odd books um no more than, maybe even more than that they recur they change they grow they have different um entry points and opinions uh back in the 70s some of his main characters uh, were gay at, when that wasn't a thing he had female leads when female leads in detective novels weren't quite a thing very progressive writing um and i just think it'd be neat to go through and create a database of an analysis on each novel and the characters in it and how they develop over time and link them back. And I think it'd be just a fantastic thing. Um, mm. The one thing that kind of scares me off of Obsidian, the mobile app is still crap on it. Yeah. I mean, I just yesterday read a tweet from one of the developers saying, you know, we we've heard all the feedback and uh, yeah, it's definitely going to get better at mobile and we're working on it. Please remember there's only three of us, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, you know, I think it is, a priority for them but you know largely um well two things one i'm going to buy myself some robert parker and have a look at that um and two i agree with your your analysis of it 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 does all sorts of of cool stuff um it is very customizable so in many ways i put it in the same sort of bracket as drafts that um, it can do all sorts of powerful things but you do have to put in the time and the effort to learn how to do those powerful things uh, and certainly for me, I found myself creating 
uh, all sorts of funky workflows that were not my workflows. They were funky workflows to make Obsidian funky. Cool. Yeah, great. Mm. Um, and I, I just don't have a need for it. Um, I was listening to um, Ali Abdal, if you come across him. He's a famous YouTuber, I'll have you know. Oh, I've, I've heard all about, I mean, you can't be in our um, groups of um, stuff we listen to and stuff we read and not hear everybody um, obsess over Ali Abdul. Is that the way to say it? Well, he's punting his book at the moment as well. So he's, he's appearing everywhere. Um, but uh, he, he sort of made an admission. Uh, he was talking, he's got his own podcast um, and he was uh, talking to Ryan Holiday, I think. And he sort of made the admission, admission that he was talking to Tiago Forte the other day. Uh, uh, and it occurred to him that with his, his own PKM system, uh, he'd never actually come up with a new insight because of all the linking of his notes and all of that stuff. Cool, though it was, it had never actually helped him in any real practical way, which is an astonishingly honest thing to say. I'm sure he'll be cancelled by nightfall. but. Um, I think that's very much the, the situation with Obsidian. I mean, Mike Schmitz is, uh, is an expert on it. He's got a really good course on it. Um, he's got a course on it that I've bought and haven't completed or started. Um, but um, it's, it is, as, as, as you've said, I think it is a, it's a hobby. It's a part-time job almost. Um, and you kind of have to take it on as a, this has to do everything because you're going to put so much effort into it. Um, that you need it to control pretty much every element of your life to get the to get the right return. And um, much that I still occasionally open it up, I still got a load of notes in there that I haven't decided what I'm going to do with. But um, I have a feeling that it's not going to be the one for me ever. No, I, until I need something that links. As I say, I've got I've got this idea for it to try it out. But uh, yeah, just for the standard notes that I want to write here, uh, no. I did try agenda for a while and that was cool. Hmm. Um, and it was sort of doing like a daily plan thing, Yeah, but it's very date driven. Um, I liked it. Yeah. yeah it's, I was going to say, yeah. but, um, not again for this application. And what I found is it had a one way relationship with my task manager. So I was kind of duplicating work, you know, here i've done this here oh and i still have to mark it off here yeah and duplicating work is not something i really want to do uh ulysses i mentioned that already um mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 fine uh, again it comes down to a lot of these things i could make them work yeah sure i could do what i want to do in there but it would be me trying to tweak something that's meant to be a lot bigger than what I want for a very simple. And I, honestly, it's a very simple need that I have. You know, I, I don't have a huge amount of complicated needs for this particular writing. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Stu. Yeah. I mean, well, what, what can I say? You've already identified that there are plenty out there that you could use. Um, and it's, it is, it's a question then of um, doing what I'm going to do afterwards. I think just write down a list of the, of the, of the sort of areas and the issues and what's important to me. Um, and I've been through the sort of um, journey. Um, there was a time, I think, around about the time we started recording SA, I'm not sure. 
um, where I had to get myself a Windows laptop. Oh, I remember teasing you about that. Yeah, for one of my clients. So um, I was, I still work with that client, but um, I eventually said, yeah, Windows is just not going to happen. Sorry. Um, and uh, my wife gets great use out of the laptop. Um, but for that reason, suddenly there was a new consideration in my life, which was, okay, let's say I'm out on assignment for that client and I'm, uh, you know, either traveling or, um, you know, got some spare time in a coffee shop. Do I want to be able to access other parts of my life that are not that client on that machine? Or do I want to have, you know, a MacBook in my back pocket? And so I started looking at things that would work on Windows as well. And so that took me down a, a road where I was checking out these apps that would work on Windows. And for that, obviously, cloud-based ones are, um, you know, have a certain strength because you're, you know, cross-platforming, as it were, and you think, okay, well, if it's up there, then if something goes wrong in the world of Windows, it'll probably be okay for me to download to the Mac, et cetera, et cetera. But the best I came across is one that you mentioned in your research, which is um, IA Writer. Mm -hmm. um, that's, uh, it is deceptively good. Um, I think it's not very appealing when you first look at it. Um, but if you spend a little time in there, you'll find that it's, uh, it's quite Bear-esque. It's quite um, Drafts-esque. Um, very, very solid, uh, syncs really well across everything, um, saves on your local disc as well as on your, uh, sort of, you know, cloud chosen cloud place. Um, I, I seem to remember it's not cheap. <laughs> um, no, I looked at it It's 70 bucks. Yeah. Um, and there seems to be a real focus at the moment on AI writing because everything is AI. Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm, a bit of like that will all pass that we have to put ai on the end of everything um but yeah definitely one worth spending a little bit more time looking at but that you know as you say in today's market that's a lot of a lot of cash is it worth it though you've you've you have used it yeah uh, do you think that investment is worth it um for when i was trying to use it cross-platform and ulysses wouldn't do that for me um, I was, I could have quite happily stayed an IA, IA writer, um, because it was, you know, distraction free. I could get it sort of working across those platforms. Uh, and I found it pretty solid. Um, so yes and no, I don't think it's better than Ulysses, for example, which you get as part of setup. Hmm. So that would be where I would finally end up because you don't have a windows requirement as far as I know. Oh, hell no. Um, I'm human. <laughs> exactly. Um, you've put down Byword, which is one that I kept looking at all the time. Um, Byword gets updated once every couple of years, whether it needs it or not. Um, and that was the thing that put me off. It, it has been around um, since, um, uh, to borrow Merlin Malism, since Christ was a corporal. And um, I think it's pretty solid. It's pretty simple, um, but it doesn't get updated. That's good. Maybe it's got no AI in it now. Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. No, it got updated uh, three months ago so that it would work on Sonoma. Uh, and before that, it was updated two years ago to work on Apple Silicon. So Perfect. I, I, wouldn't, have thought it's got, I wouldn't have thought it's got much AI on it. Um, I've got to say, though, Stu, because I'm old and I'm grumpy, um, doesn't that actually, you know, something that doesn't change and just works the way that you want it to, 
doesn't that actually sound like something that I would enjoy? Uh, look, for you, I mean, I've just been just been killing time. For you, I think there is only one possible answer, and you've just put your cursor on it. <laughs> no, bad up again. Exactly where contrarian, grumpy Twyford is going, text edit. <laughs> Stop messing about with all this app nonsense. Use the one that's built into your Mac, does exactly what you want it to do, and no more. It is rock solid because it's so straightforward and simple. It saves everything as a text file. Chris Bailey, again, everybody who listens to this podcast and others will have heard of Chris Bailey, written a, a million and one books, The Productivity Experiment and uh, How to Calm Your Mind is the most recent one. Uh, he writes his books in text edit, <laughs> which I just think is wonderful. It's lovely to the extent it even made me open the app, an app that I, I was only barely aware that I had it. Um, but there you go. What else do you need? Just text edit. Your own folder system as you want it. No mucking about. Oof, there you go. Yeah, this is a Cal Newport thing as well. I think he uses just a simple text edit on his. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he has a sort of um, uh, rolling note, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, that's a possibility. Though I got to say, looking at it, uh, if I'm going to go this route, I probably will just write more in BB Edit because... BB Edit. Yeah, that's another option. BB Edit has basically it's the same thing, but it has some really cool behind the scenes uh, search and replace and all of those things that, you know, I don't really use very often for simple writing, but they are yeah. options that, you know, you could program a whole bunch of stuff into BB Edit should you ever need it. Whereas I think text edit is just, well, it's kind of like that without all the functions. And since I already have <laughs> well, the license to BB Edit anyway, what the heck? I do put, you know, there's a little bit of sort of beardy, hipster, coder vibe to, to BB Edit, you know, getting down with John Gruber. And BB Edit now also has just built in AI. Yay! Ah, well, there you are. <laughs> See, told you. They, they, were, I, they were bound to ruin it. Back to text edit you go. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, I also, um, I've been playing this week with Focused which is a very, very simple app. Have you tried that one? No, um, I looked at it around about the time that I was doing the whole um, IA writer thing. And so I went, oh, it doesn't work on iOS, um, which I've gone, you know, I mean, you can't possibly have something that doesn't work on iOS. And I've, I've since realized that anything that does work on iOS is pretty crap anyway. So, I mean, I don't actually value now the sync between iOS and Mac for my, my writing things. I use on uh, ios i use evernote still because that interface is all right and i use tot just to, as a sort of holding place and then I, i'll move stuff on my on my mac I, I don't write blog posts and stuff on my phone mm -hmm. all right yeah focus is a very simple one it just comes up with a very basic thing it's got like a typewriter mode where it shows in the center yep uh, yeah i'm not sure it was it was a little gimmicky Okay. But, well, we'll see. I don't know. Text edit, it might be, Stu. But then I have to file, and it doesn't automatically save. And bleh, Wine, wine, wine. Yeah. All right. And uh, do you have any other suggestions or options for me? <laughs> okay, yeah. This was, um, I, I started this as a joke and, and then realized I couldn't actually copy-paste, so I had to type this out. You typed this out? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's in the um, Matt 
App Store uh, description of paper is he lists sort of competing apps because uh, this is the kind of guy that he is. Uh, and so the ones that you need to probably have a look at are Typora, Q10, Tau, Effie, Blurt, Notto, Keltex, Frost, Novla, Plotter, Zettler, Melel, Joplin, Noted, Scrivo, Notion, Ginkgo, Reflect, One Writer, One Writer with a capital W, Bibisco, E-Writer, that's with a Y at the front, Fathom, Spaces, Onpad, Minimal, Upnote, Inkdrop, Storyist, Slugline, Sublime, Novelist, Editorial, Novelize, Milanot, Mars Edit, Highland, OneNote, Campfire, Flowstate, Jotapad, ZenWriter, Textroom, Write Next, Just Write, Final Draft, Freerider, Textmaker, Ake Studio, iWriter Pro, Pro, Simple Text, Ample Note, Wordsmith, spelt W-E-R-D, Smith, Light Paper, Writer Duet, Darkroom, Really? Writeroom, LibreOffice, Boost Note, Simple Note, WriteMater, Manuscript, with a cool K, Good Note, and Novel Writer. There you go, I'll keep you busy. I'm not even going to put links for those in the show notes oh. because I will be there for a week. Heavens no. Um, I will put this list in there in case anybody's actually bored and wants to do that research for me. Um, Just yeah, put a no. note to um, to the paper description in the, in the Mac App Store and it's all there. Um, I'd say have a look at paper just for, uh, just for the crack. There is a free version. Um, it sort of has an annoying thing that sort of pops up every, uh, I don't know, a few minutes saying, oh, are you thinking about update, uh, upgrading? Uh, but it gives you an idea of how it works and what it looks like. Hmm, I'll give um, it a try. Uh, but yeah, I think for what you actually want, I would I would really be interested to, to see what you think about it, something like Mars Edit, which will give you that additional functionality of, of posting it as a draft up to your site. That would probably be a quality of life improvement. Um, and I'd be interested to hear about it because I'm, you know, I, I've always heard such good things about Mars Edit and then looked at it and thought, well, yeah, but it wouldn't, I wouldn't get the benefit of that because it won't post a ghost. Or maybe that's changed even. Uh, Mars Edit's a bit bit of an investment though. 60 bucks US. Is it? Okay. Which is, you know, for something that uh, I, I got to see if they've got a um, preview version. Then I can try yeah, it before I, I go. I don't, yeah. It doesn't look like I don't it. know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is a part of me that goes, actually, the best thing for you um, is, is going to be the stuff that you enjoy already. And, you know, you're really comfy around BB Edit. You really enjoy BB Edit. Um, and I suppose what you'll sacrifice is that whole sort of autosave, isn't it? That's really what's going to be missing from that. Exactly. Um, but autosave, at least if you don't save it. Uh you can blame yourself when it screws up rather than blaming an application that loses your stuff for you. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you've got keyboard shortcuts and stuff. So it's, I suppose it's, it's in your DNA to do it. Um, and yeah, I mean, you already pay for Ulysses. It's another, <laughs> it's another way of looking at the setup thing. Um, and I don't know what else setup is suggesting. Setup always has a couple of suggestions. I think the focused came from setups, setup as well. Oh, okay. I tried a couple of them. All oh, right. Okay. Um, everything is so focused on AI at the moment. If sure. I don't have any use for that. I want my words to be my own. I, I don't want them to be right. <laughs> well, as right as I can get them. 
All right, Stu, this has been a long conversation about note writing that I'm not sure I have any um, conclusions from apart from try this, try that. And, yeah. you know, you might be right. My conclusion may be just stick with what works, um, but we will see. What about you? Any takeaways for from you on this one? Uh, takeaways from me? Um, well, you can approach this from loads of different angles. I know that because I've approached it from many angles myself. Uh, the, the best way I think to do it is to work out what's important to you, not what you think you should be, not what you aspire to be, not what you really hope one day you will be, but what you are, what you do. So if you really, really care about how it looks and how it feels, then that's the way it is pick an app that feels right to you. If data portability is important to you, then look for apps that give you data portability. If you don't want to pay for it, there are plenty of options out there where you don't have to. Say Chris Bailey, who you know sells a lot of books, he can write books in text edit. Um, and I'm assuming that there's a Windows equivalent to that. Um, if support's important to you, so if you want to be able to reach out and say, hey, I was using a thing, I was doing this detailed legal thing and it's disappeared, can you help me? And you want them to say yes, then look for uh, look for people who give good support. Um, get yourself down to a little shortlist, spend a bit of time, uh, not not all your time, <laughs> not the most important of your time, just, just have a little play, find something you're comfortable with. And then as Justin, I think, just hinted at, stick with it. <laughs> get one, enjoy it. Stick with it. This is exactly what I'm saying to myself so that I don't wander away from this episode and try 15 notes apps before next week. You know, uh, my takeaway on this one is as, as I go through all these lists and look at the pros and cons, Bear was actually almost the perfect app for me mm -hmm. for this. Um, I can see why I stuck with it for so long, but uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, this will probably be many weeks of follow-up while I figure this out. Yeah. All right, Stu, let's close this up. Um, I see you were, well, talking politics on the internet this morning, which is... Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sure to take the, take the internet to uh, crash. Yeah. Justin, 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 I, I, you need to pay more attention. I think you are referring to an article that was penned by my alter ego. Oh, yes. Sorry. Lord Cornelius Ponsonby Smythe, who uh, is a more opinionated chap th than I. Um, but yeah, he, he has been increasingly concerned about the state of the world. And so um, today, uh, Russia and the United States uh, got it in the face. And uh, next week, Europe. Um, and well, several other countries will be getting it in the face. And then the week following, um, the United Kingdom will be getting it in the face. I'm, he's very concerned with the direction of the world. He's very concerned with the, um, the parallels with, uh, with recent history, by which I mean in the last hundred years um, of things that have, are going on. And uh, yeah, he, he, he vented his spleen. And I'm sure all six readers will have an opinion, but uh, as I don't have comments switched on on the blog, they have to actually make an effort to get in touch with me. And thus far, I'm safe. <laughs> um, where can people vent at you on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at 4left. That's F-O-R-E-L-E-F-T-187. 
You can find me there or just look for Stuart Lennon and that will pop up. Uh, the uh, <laughs> offending article is at stuartlennon.com and it's in the um, view by all section of the website. So you'll see it there. You made that one public? Oh, you're really trying to get cancelled. <laughs> um, and then uh, if you fancy some really nice stationery so that you can send me a, a, a snotogram uh, through the mail, then go to nerosnotice.co.uk and you can buy some wonderful stuff there. What about you, Justin? Have you been out and about on the internet of late? No, I have nowhere to actually write anything. So I haven't been anywhere. Uh, no, I've been enjoying the cold and staying in my little castle here and doing nothing so uh, you can find links to what i do do justintwyford.com uh if you want to yell at Stu, well you can email him directly you can email both of us at stationaryadjacent at gmail.com i'd love your recommendations on things that i should think about for my writing needs for this very specific thing um please take a moment to like and review us on your podcast catcher of choice we really do appreciate your recommendations to your friends and colleagues our next topic well, Stu's gone down the Apple Vision Pro <laughs> uh, train. We're going to talk about Apple 2024 hardware review. I'm curious about this. We'll find out next week what we've got to say. Until then, goodbye and stay productive. Yes, us.